Hey everyone and welcome to Tea Time with Austin. This is a podcast where we will discuss things going on in the pop culture and entertainment world. We will divulge into some of the most juiciest gossip and I will give you my take on everything in between. So grab your teacups and let's start sipping. Everybody, welcome to a very special episode of Tea Time with Austin and Friends where we are going to be talking about my brand new series, Desmond's Dilemma, that will be available tomorrow. And I'm here with the cast of Desmond's Dilemma. And we're just going to talk about the show. So everybody, how y'all been doing? I've been great. I finally got registered for classes for the next semester, so I'm good. Mm, I'm doing doing great. Oh, I'm sorry. You fine. I'm doing well. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm doing good. Y'all on break yet, Austin? Nope. Next week is our last week. Lord mm-hmm. Jesus. F them kids. Exactly. You know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> and That's tomorrow- why I'm shopping today instead of watching them kids, teaching them something. Look. Today was Polo Express Day, so that's what we did today. So. <laughs> not a movie. Not Why, a movie. How long are going to be out? For two weeks. That's what we did all, all up to Christmas. We won't do nothing but watching Christmas music movies. Watch From that, Polo. Uh, what's that? Um, Frosty the Snowman to Rudolph the Red. Mm-hmm. Grandma got ran over a reindeer. We were, um, that's all we was watching. Well, that wasn't on the schedule. We watched Polo Express while I shopped for Beyonce stuff. Mm. <laughs> we good well, did you today. get something? Did you get something though? Okay. I got everything I wanted. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> so if, don't nobody get up for Christmas. It ain't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's like I have yet to start checking off stuff off my personal Christmas list. Right. Look, come Go on, in the man. club. I ain't bought a single present yet. No, no, no. It's I haven't bought a single present for myself yet. Oh, I ain't bought a present for myself or me and my friends, we decided we're gonna we're gonna go the sentimental route. You know, we're gonna do handwritten cards and and things of that nature because everybody's <laughs> single. Everybody buys this, buys themselves what they want. Like, right. <laughs> I might say, here you go. Here's a twenty dollar gift card for you. You you but, go buy what you want. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> I'm tired of buying gifts and don't nobody ever use them. Well, don't give me no gift card because I bought you something. <laughs> Hello, okay, right. Rita. <laughs> okay, we dropped our list. Okay, so mm-hmm. I know what to get y'all, but when it comes to like my parents and my grandmas and stuff, nope, they'll never buy and use nothing. I buy them, so they always get a gift card with a, a, a Christmas card. Hey, go Merry Christmas, buy what you want. And I bet they think you are the best out of everybody. Oh. You shutting down all the other grandkids. I, I sure am. <laughs> I'm the Beyonce of the grandkids, so recognize. <laughs> Not the Beyonce. <laughs> you know, she's uh, got to work her, her behind all the way into the conversation. Anyway, never we, have a normal before, conversation. Before we start arguing tonight, let's get to why we're here. <laughs> let's get to why we're here. First, uh, 
First of all, I want to thank y'all for being a part of this whole process. It was just amazing to have people to join this series. And when I didn't think nobody was going to actually be a part of it, here comes people being a part of it. So I really do thank y'all. We do a part two. Of course, Oscar. Well, Cameron, you dead, so you can't do a part two. So you know, no. <laughs> I can come back as another character. <laughs> um. I want to. I want to see what else Austin has in store for us. <laughs> I can't wait to hear these sound effects. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm most excited for. <laughs> so, so for my first, my first question, um, I'm gonna start with Sydney. When you got your script, because I'm gonna go to everybody, but Sydney, when you got your script and I asked you to be a part of it, what went through your mind? Well, um, you had sent me because I'm going to tease your other works to the people. Mm. You had you sent me a script for something else prior. Yeah. And that's what I thought you were sending me a script for this time. Mm -hmm. And when I got this script, <laughs> I said, oh, OK, OK. He, you know, I thought I was going to have a smaller part from mm -hmm. the previous script you had sent me for something that I feel like is amazing and you should definitely release. Okay. And so I, I was expecting that. And when you sent me this, I was like, oh, okay, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, Cameron, what did you think about the script when you first got it? I thought, man, Austin put sending me back to 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. I was like, he putting me right back in the closet. But no, I was like, oh, it was interesting, you know. But me, it was, I was like, now I know what it's like to be somewhat of an actor. You know how they portray, you know, straight people playing gay guys, gay guys playing straight people. <laughs> Yeah, I know what that Ooh. feels like now. Okay, well. <laughs> but I, I like playing Biz. He was a cool guy. Until no. Austin made him to what he really wants shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rita, quest, same question for you. I enjoyed my role as the therapist. Um, and I, I think I was like, okay, I got to see what happened next. Because I know you were sending it to us like by part one, part two, you mm -hmm. know? Um, so I was like, dang, what's happening? I'm sitting here reading the whole script, waiting to see. Because, I mean, my character was, okay, she was interesting, but I'm sitting here like, yeah, I need this. I need next week's. I need the full picture. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I enjoyed it, especially being in a professional role. I enjoyed my, my part. Okay. Jewel, what about you? Well, Austin, you have been telling me for years, oh, I want you to be in my work. I want you to be in my work. I was yeah. excited to finally see your mastermind. And I knew it was going to be some Tyler Perry shit. I was like, <laughs> 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 it's going to give us true drama. And yes. I think the way you did the characters, like character development was really good. And my character, Portia, like, I feel like she wasn't an overbearing little sister. All of right. her friends, like they was really trying to look out for her, and the twists and turns that you put into this script, honey. It was <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a little bit crazy in here, but y'all know that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, your mind, you had some thoughts going through your mind, honey. Anyway, Asia, what about you? Are you still getting my, my So, I, you know, 
I don't read the script when you first give it to me if I get surprised, right? Right. But the first time you said it to me, I did kind of read it with my character and I caught, I had DMs and I was like, why is this person me? <laughs> you did? Why do I talk? I tried to read it that too. I said, I talk just like, like this girl sound like, like this is what I would say, you know? And I, yeah. lo- I love that because that means that like you're capturing different types of black women and that's important because we are, we are, we're not, you know, like we're not a monolith. We're multifaceted women. Like, that's Some people true. talk like me, talk like Rita, like we're all different. So I love that, that you show different types of Black women, you know, in the script. I love that. Well, thank you. Um, so, yeah, I I, would like, I like to say thank you for saying that because basically my whole life I've been around women and I hear things and see things and know things. So this story was actually kind of sort of truth and I witnessed people go through different things. So I got to put it out there. So it was good for me to do that. Um, My next question is, hold up. Cameron and Sydney together. What was it like (laughs) playing opposite of each other? Um. (laughs) You go first. Cameron and I have a chemistry anyway, I think. I think we banter well off of each other and just like a jokey, laughy, have a good time type vibe anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so that part, it making it romantic, which was was the was the it wasn't hard because Cameron's a great actor, but mm-hmm. it was just it was awkward for me just coming out of that friendship vibe of somebody that I cut up with to having right. to go through the the range of emotions that the script requires with this person. <laughs> um, it, it took acting on my on my part to come out of that like this is Cameron and yeah. focus on you know the rank the like I said I don't want to give away anything with your plot so it just the range because there's a long a large story arc and range of emotions that Desna goes through with um, Vince that I had to pull myself into with Cameron. Um, I can't remember who said that you weren't sending us the script. Like we didn't get all the scripts at one time. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know where the story was going to go from recording to recording, um, no. you know, as well with where, so, you know, it wasn't like I could plan how I was going to, react to the things that Cameron said, Cameron's character said, I had to like kind of just kind of go in the in the moment. Yeah, I get that. Cameron? Well, yeah, just basically feeding off of what she said, like, <laughs> it was kind of like, like, I'm like, hold on, this is Sydney. Like, I don't know her for so long. <laughs> this my, this, this my buddy right here. And we, and we oh, supposed God. to be having this chemistry together while reading these lines and you know <laughs> give this fake facade like we like each other so like, <laughs> like in that way <laughs> so it was kind of it was kind of hard for me to keep it bring it all together because first of all you know I, I don't I don't play for that team but so I had to think that uh, <laughs> on, top of, on, top of, on top of that then it's like this is Sydney not no stranger so it's somebody I know so it was kind of it was fun I'm gonna say that it was fun man <laughs> And then I thought to the end, like I ain't trying to get in the way. But I was like, this bitch really shot me. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like, uh, <laughs> like oh my that's God. some shit I know Sydney ass would do in real life if I did something <laughs> like that. So it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny reading them, getting the scripts and stuff like that. It was fun. I ain't gonna lie. It was a lot of fun. Um. So, okay, so Portia and Sherelle had a back and forth throughout the whole series. And I put that because me and Cameron, we do have a lot of back and forth like that, whether it's bitch this or anything like that. We're going to go back and forth. So for Jewel and Asia, how was it playing back and forth? And are you and your friends like these characters going back and forth? I'm going to let her go first. Uh-huh. Honestly, I feel like Portia and... Oh, Cheryl, what's up? Sherelle. Sherelle, that's what I thought. Portia and Sherelle... You could tell that, okay, maybe Desna was Portia's sister, but maybe she had a closer relationship or, you know, Sherelle has been in her life for a long, long time because they definitely went back and forth like they were all three sisters. But I will say one thing, they was looking out for Desna and they were in in agreement on a lot of stuff. Like, this guy is not right. But one thing they let her do is figure out what was going on Exactly. You can't tell nobody nothing. You can only let them see what's happening because they warned her. They was like, "This don't sound right," but that's true. There's nothing they can do. Right. So when it came down to it, they were robbers. That's true. Yeah. I kind of like that. You could tell, like, my character was like that best friend from the hood that was just (laughs) cool with your sister. (laughs) And she yeah. probably get on your nerves, you know what I'm saying? Like she irritated, like she's always here, you know. Yeah. But but I like how it switched up, kind of like, but this both this my sister and this my girl, and we gonna have her back, regardless of if we, whatever we got going on, because you know I don't like you, low key. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like yeah, that. that's true. That's, really, exactly. that's how women are. Like that's how women are. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rita, ask me your question. Since I gave y'all questions to ask me. Okay, so my question, tell us about the story of Desmond's Dilemma for those who haven't listened to it. Okay, well, yeah. Desmond's Dilemma is a story about a woman who is busy in her daily life getting the coins, making the bag, building her business, but don't have time for relationships until she gets this online dating thing going by way of her best friends. And she meets a guy who she thinks is the one who really ain't the one. And she navigates through that whole situation. Yeah. And a lot of stuff happens in between. (laughs) (laughs) He's not the one, two, or three. Neither. (laughs) Cameron. Four or five or six. Okay. <laughs> Can I pick a question? Oh. Um. So, how did you pick this specific story to create? What was your inspiration? Oh well, mm-hmm. me and somebody else have talked about the inspiration behind this. So I'm gonna give y'all a little sugar-cut inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody I knew was going through a s- similar situation, not the whole killing and, and stuff like that, but she was going through a similar situation where 
me and the other friends were just like, we're going to let them figure out for themselves. Bad turns to worse. They do some different things. And yeah, so I wrote about it. And the best thing to write about is stuff that you know and stuff that you've been through and experienced. And I was with this person when I was going through this stuff. So I knew this story firsthand. But and I don't know. I know you are a blog um, reader like I am. Um, we love like Shade Room and stuff like that. It seems yeah. like you kind of took a lot from when Jennifer um, Williams from Basketball Wives, when that man had scammed her out of all her money. Yes, come on. <laughs> it, like I, I got a lot of those. Like I don't know if that was something you like subconscious did or whatever, but it, I was really getting Jennifer Williams. He sold me a bad Range Rover vibes. <laughs> that's definitely what it was <laughs> it was a little bit here and there yeah I did look at that story and I looked at different parts of celebrities and who go through stuff like that so yeah I, I definitely did use that story a little bit um my next question is for Sydney do you think wait a minute do you know somebody who is dumb and crazy as Desna is or do you think Desna's dumb and crazy um so everybody in here everybody that was a part of the cast knows I have very strong opinions about this <laughs> yes and I was voicing them at every chance I got but um <laughs> But in hindsight, as I do look at the story, I think everybody, every woman has a potential to have Desna behavior. I think every person, not even not even put to put a gender label on it, every human being in love or that is has a desire for love has a tendency, has potential to have Desna behavior, to see what they want to see so that they can have what they want to have. That's true. I just don't agree with the way Desna was going about things. <laughs> right, right but i think everybody has potential to to have that particular behavior everybody has done something that like in 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 their years of being in looking for some type of relationship that your friends or your family would look at you and kick you in the tail if they knew you had done it right that's true <laughs> cameron do you think yeah. that do you think Vince is misunderstood. Hell no. <laughs> he ain't shit. He simply ain't shit. <laughs> He's not misunderstood about me. He just like a lot. He just like a lot of men nowadays. They, you know, tell you what you want to hear to get what they want. Mm-hmm. But all the while they have the snake's intention. Like, mm, he's a perfect, he's a perfect uh representation of the devil. Oh, Tell you okay. what you want to hear. Well, just as sneaky as conniving as can be, honey. That's okay. That's the one way to put it. Rita, do you think that your character, Dr. Janelle Reed, was like, what did she think? What do you think she thought of Desmond's whole situation? Because you know, therapists can't really say how they feel in person, but yeah, in your mindset. Think, so for me, I know it was some parts where she kind of like, definitely slid from professional to like homegirl mm-hmm. um which i was like ooh, i don't know if i you know i don't know but i think she probably i think her true feelings or at least if i was in her shoes would be 
empathetic to Desmond's situation, but also kind of in her head, like, this lady crazy because, but you know, like, we don't, I don't know if y'all seen that post where someone was like, you never know how bad someone's done you until you're saying it out loud to someone else. Yeah. So I feel like she probably was understanding and probably would be understanding, but thinking like all these red flags and you didn't see them, um, just like certain <laughs> little things. Um, I'm not going to give too much away, but just like while Desmond's telling the story and like in hindsight, everybody's like, oh, duh, she should have saw it. But of course, in the moment, she not, she in love. So I think she was like empathetic to her situation, but still also like, girl, you should have known this and that. Right. I agree with that. Um, so when I when I put these characters together, I had like a whole bunch of people in, in mind of who could play who. And I think everybody who writes or does movies and stuff like that have people who they have in mind. So when I did Jules' character of Portia, I ultimately had the character of Portia from Housewives in my mind. <laughs> I really did. Yes. And she had, Portia had just recently got married and all this different kind of stuff. So Jewel, my question is, did you think about Portia from Housewives in this situation? Absolutely. I was tendering that bougie, that bougie side of Portia that was like, oh, it's about me. I'm better than this. I'm getting married. Spotlight on me type of vibe. Especially right. because, you know, Portia was going through her thing. It could mm-hmm. seem that, you know, she wasn't fully present for her sister. Right. But that, that's just what she was going through. I feel like Portia loved her sister mm-hmm. and did as much as she could for her sister. But, yeah, she was giving <laughs> Portia from Real Housewives. <laughs> that is A true. little ditzy. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know... Look, the Underground Railroad is an actual train. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> so, A- Asia. Yes. Would, would you do another project with me? Yeah, I love it. You know, hey. I um, I love history. I like mm-hmm. storytelling and I love... I really enjoyed not reading the script before. I recommend that to everyone. Just don't read it. Seriously, exactly. Because, because if you read it, you're gonna pre-plan yourself. Like this is, not, you know, like I don't know who said that, but I love the like the true authenticity of my like of my tone, people's tones and stuff. And I reactions, yeah. yeah. Okay. So Cameron, um, I think I have another question for me, maybe. What? Do you have another question on here for me? Oh yeah, did you have any doubts when you made that? A lot of doubts. Like, cause first of all, creating stuff, I'm not like the creative. I just rather write it and then somebody else do it. But when I put it together, I was like, oh yeah, I can do this. So yeah, I had doubts because I was like, what if I don't like this? And when I'm gonna tell you right now, in the editing phase, I started just delete the whole mess, but then I was like, nah, I gotta go through it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to see it through, my boy. Exactly. Um, well, this is my la- this is my last question for the whole group in general. If you could describe this project to somebody without telling them what it's about, what would you say, Sydney? Um, a roller coaster. Um, 
I would say that it is um, like a Tyler Perry um, production, but it mm-hmm. actually gets things right. <laughs> so you get the drama and the shock and all of Tyler Perry, but you do get a, a storyline. <laughs> okay. Okay. Rita, what about you? Um, yeah, I was thinking the Tyler Perry. For me, Lord. I don't want to give too much, but it gives me um a fall from grace vibes. Okay. So I'm gonna just say that and then leave it there. But <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't seen that, watch that first and then listen to this. Right. <laughs> Asia, if you could tell somebody about this without telling them about it, what would you tell them? I would say this is like getting the tea for first hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this mm-hmm. is the story that your homegirl cousin told her homegirl cousin. And now you know, you're like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I feel like, like, damn, for real. Like that, you know? Yes. Jewel, same question. It's about a black woman trying to live her life. Yeah. And for some reason, they don't want to see us win. And a man gonna mess it up. And a man gonna mess it all the way up. That's what it's about. Cameron, what about you? Drama and pettiness. That's all I'm gonna say. Ooh, okay. Well, um, for, well um, that concludes our wind down no, let me stop. <laughs> that concludes our discussion on this death and dilemma series but remember tomorrow i got one death- more question oh well go ahead shoot what's your next project mm-hmm. yeah the people want to know so my next project is it's called for the boys and Ooh. I'm gonna give you. I ain't gonna tell you what it's all about. I'm just gonna give you a little snippet. Yes. Is girlfriends, Sex in the City meets the gay boys. That's all Uh-oh. I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. That's yes. all I'm gonna say. Messy, yes. It's about to be messy. <laughs> yes. Lord, have mercy. Oh gosh. Can you please so, add a fighting scene? Because I never see the um, gay boys fight. Oh, I want to see them scrap. I want to see a good scrap. Child, come to Greensboro. You'll see them scrap. Uh, <laughs> where you been, child? I just was. I'm requesting to be um somebody Stanford Blatch, please. Thank you. Okay. Okay. I would like to be the the heterosexual cis um gender homegirl that that the gay boy carry around like an accessory. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sydney. But okay, no, but before we close, I was want to say, Sydney, since you've been through this and you've done this, what do you think about me doing this? That I've done this. I mean, I'm a big proponent of people not talking about what they want to do and actually doing it. So mm-hmm. I applaud you in actually doing something. That's a achievement right there because so many people start scripts and books and different things and nothing ever materializes from it. So I applaud you for creating something and having the wherewithal to stick it through. Yes. Well, thank you, Sydney. <laughs> All right, so. You're going to send it to Tyler Perry Studios. Good child. Yeah. 
It's better than that ruthless, but I digress. <laughs> but ain't listen. The, all the queens have better wigs too, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got cousins so they could do better wigs than that. Come on, I can. <laughs> well, y'all know he said he paid the people from the beauty schools. Child, what are they freshmen? <laughs> <laughs> this this they senior project or something? Because <laughs> he ain't. Stop. But I digress. I love Tyler Perry. Y'all keep y'all keep comparing me to him, and I'm trying to be um, the Lena White of this show. No, I'm joking. Yes. <laughs> Listen now, and y'all know so I give TP a hard time, but I'd rather be TP any day. <laughs> His whole airport over Lena. Gotta... I'm joking. Leave Lena alone. We love Lena. We love our black creators. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we do. But yeah, I'm going to let y'all go because this was, I don't want to take up y'all's whole night. But again, Desmond Dilemma will be out tomorrow on YouTube and on um, podcast platforms. So look out for that. And again, I'll thank my incredible cast for doing this. It was amazing. And we will see y'all next to, no next Thursday for our season finale of Tea Time with Austin till next year. Yes. Yes. Uh, Who co-hosted? Um, huh? We need some more guests. All y'all need a guest co-host. Let's have all five of us here. Oh, darn. Okay. Well, we'll get in touch with y'all about that. Look at Sydney. Stop. What? You know, now you know, if you call, I come. It don't matter. Exactly. But if yeah. Walk with a bang. Well, we might. Okay, yeah, well. Please let me know, because I feel like I'm a, a professional script reader. Okay? That's how I feel, so. <laughs> All right, well, I'll be, I'll be sending you my stuff then. All right, okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we will see y'all next time on Tea Time with Austin. Bye, y'all. Bye. 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 Hey guys, thank you for listening to Tea Time with Austin, and I hope you enjoyed everything. Follow me on my Instagram at Tea Time with Austin, and I will see you next time for more juicy tea. Bye.